Hello, everyone. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for tuning in to the Modern Psychic Podcast. I'm your host, Naomi Haig. Let's get magical. doing great happy to be here yes I'm so happy to have you on I was so excited when you said yes because I was like okay good like let's get some more psychics in here so this is Stefan Tura she's a psychic healer and business coach uh, I've been following her journey for a really long time pretty much ever since well I guess not too long five years ever since I started opening up to all this energy stuff, all this psychic stuff, and just started, you know, following different people that were talking about it. And I just wanted to learn. And Steph, you've been one of those people that have just been so open about pretty much everything. (laughs) That's why I love you. And, And so it's like, okay, she's, you know, talking about these things that I don't really understand, but she's going into detail. And and when you explain things, you're teaching and helping other people try to understand, even if it's stuff that you're currently going through and you're trying to understand it, like you just talking it out is really, and, and, and letting other people be a part of that is really so helpful. So I don't, I probably never even told you that before. <laughs> no, you didn't, but thank you for telling me at last. <laughs> Cause yeah, I've been following you and then we've just been kind of like, we, we DM each other on different things here and there, or, you know, um, questions that I might have or something, but we've never really like sat down and actually chatted. And so, yeah, you were, you were definitely one of the people that I was just like low-key just like okay I'm gonna get her get into her content I'm gonna see what she's talking about today like okay yeah like that makes sense to me that's that's where I'm at too that's what I'm feeling and even just before this we uh off the record we were having just a, a short conversation before we started recording the podcast and I was telling her how um I've just been so slow I feel like towards um really opening up about my psychic abilities and gifts and everything um and she was just like you're an Aries like what I've never seen that (laughs) but I'm a cancer rising and so I've very much been in my shell for a long time about this I come out every once in a while but um it's really refreshing to have people like you, Steph, that have always just been so open. And even if you're not sure what's going on, you're still talking about it. And so that's something that I just like have always admired about you. <laughs> well, thank you. I really appreciate you saying all of that because, girl, if you really knew what happened like to me behind the scenes as I've been going through my journey, like, yes, I've been open and I've been out there sharing, but at the same time, the other side to that, that I've had to work through behind the scenes for myself is constantly like not feeling like I was an imposter because I didn't get it perfectly because I didn't know everything, you know, that Aquarius need to know everything. Cause I'm an Aquarius son. And, um, just feeling like I wasn't 
qualified in some kind of way or like I don't know people it was my own unconscious judgments of thinking like oh I'm not good enough or people might think I'm not good enough because I'm not like this other psychic or this other psychic you know and so just hearing you say that means a lot to me for for real um because it's like yeah like I have been helping people even though I don't know everything having the courage to just be open about it and share what I'm learning as I'm going through it, as I'm handling it, et cetera, is helping people in some kind of way. And, and that's very healing and validating for me. So thank you. Yes, for sure. I feel like I've only been like a couple steps behind you. Not at first, like at first I was way behind you, <laughs> but my stuff started coming, like it came in so fast and it just kept pouring in and pouring in and pouring in. And so as I've been following your journey, more and more things have resonated like at a faster rate for me. And so, yeah, I've just felt like, you know, you would talk about something and I was just like, I feel like I'm just starting what you just said, like <laughs> and, uh, starting that process. And so, yeah, those things, like as you were learning, it was just like, you know, people like me being just a, a few or even a little bit further behind you, but still, you know, walking the path, like, it's just so refreshing to be able to have somebody that's like kind of walking it with you and helping you, you know, who's not so far ahead of you that you're like, you don't resonate with them. And so, yeah, I, I really liked how you would talk about things and, and, and all of that. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about what got you started on your, um, I like guess spiritual journey. Have you always been open? Have you um, learned it along the way? Like, how did it, how did it start for you? Well, I'm an Aquarius sun, so I've always been fascinated by everything that's like weird out there. I've always been, you know, fascinated by extraterrestrials, magical, mystical type things, and um, that's always drawn, like, spoken to me from a young age. Reading books on those kinds of things, and I think that. Maybe this is the first time I'm kind of talking about this because I share a lot openly about my journey, but I think I don't, I haven't really mentioned this before because I didn't think it was too relevant, but I think it was in 2015 when I was living in Belgium and I had a friend who knew a friend who did some kind of Reiki kind of attunement or something like that, but it wasn't officially Reiki. It was like a blend of Reiki and some other stuff. I can't remember. And I don't know why, but I felt called to do it. And, um, so I just remember being at my friend's apartment, this guy came, he did his stuff. And I just remember like a weight being lifted off of me. And that was interesting. I didn't feel like super different afterwards, except for that feeling of something's heavy has been removed. But anyway, I was like, okay, cool. You know, I don't know, but what I'm doing with this or why, but whatever. So that was, I think around 2015. And then it was in late 2017 that I got into the online spiritual communities on Facebook. I happened to start connecting with like psychics and healers and all this kind of stuff. And in, no, that was, I'm sorry, late 2016 that I started getting into this stuff. And then the beginning of 2017 is when I came across my psychic mentor. And she basically said that I, she could see my inner child was really angry and was carrying like a wagon full of heavy things or whatever. I didn't believe her at first because I'm an Aquarius. So I'm skeptical, even though these things fascinate me, but I still doubted. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and eventually I ended up still feeling pulled to follow her. I ended up working with her on some level. This has been years now, so I don't remember all the details. And um, in working with her, she took me into a journey where 
I happened to see my father's father. So my grandfather who had passed away when I was really young. And I don't know, I just like went off on him and blamed him for how my father had mistreated me. And I was just like crying from this intense rage. And afterwards I felt like I had had like a life-changing moment because I was like, whoa, she was right all along. Like I am really angry. I just thought, you know, like I didn't believe her because at up until that point, I at somewhere along the way, I had come across Louise Hay and the power of positive thoughts. So I had been changing my thoughts and I didn't think I was an angry person anymore. That's why I didn't believe the psychic when she told me I was angry. But in that journey, I could see that she was right. I did have a lot of pent up anger and rage. And it set me off on this journey of wanting to uncover like, well, what else do I have inside of me that I'm not aware of? And so um, as I continued to work with her and I did these healing journeys, eventually, I don't know at what point, but I was just like, this doesn't look hard. I think I can do this for myself. And I just started doing my own journeys. Mm -hmm. And then gradually that led me into just more and more of the psychic world, the healing world, and actively wanting to develop my abilities more. Oh, wow. That's so awesome. And I don't know if you know this, but Reiki kind of opened me or not kind of, it did open me up to my psychic abilities too. And, and, um, the first attunement that I got, are you a Marvel fan? Yeah. Do you remember watching, uh, guardians of the galaxy Two, where star Lord's dad, like smacked him in the head with the with his finger like touch his third eye and then he just saw like the universe okay yeah. <laughs> well there's a part in there that does that and that's literally what I felt when um the the mentor that I had been working with with Reiki she did my first attunement and she came behind me and had this like little whistle thing that's usually not a part of the attunement but um yeah she blew it in the back of my head and I just literally felt like I looked at the universe like I saw everything and I, at least it was a lot more than I'd ever seen before <laughs> and and it was just like so beautiful and I just like immediately just started bawling and I was just like oh and then came back and I was just like wow what just happened but I was like thank you like that's all I could tell her was thank you and then from then like the floodgates just opened up and so it was really cool that you kind of had you know that lifting so to speak and and that kind of started you on that that's awesome and so when, when you connect with spirit you talked about seeing your grandfather so would you say that clairvoyance is one of your strong suits and what other what other things that do you usually like get or experience when you're connecting with spirit so my strongest gift is claircognizance okay Queries, I don't know, but I just know, and I don't know how I know, but I know. And I, in that journey, didn't clearly see him with my mind's eye, but I knew that there was someone there and it was him. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and I, that's how I knew, that's how I saw him. And so that's, that was my experience. And that was the ability that I needed to develop more. Like I had so many frustrations with this gift initially because all my other psychic friends could see things and hear things and feel things I just know and <laughs> I just thought I was really smart you know <laughs> for all of this and so how do I now that I'm in the psychic spiritual world how do I separate my own intelligence versus like divine 
downloads or wisdom that's coming in, you know, and that's been really tricky for me to navigate and sometimes still is because I'm like, is it because of me or is it because of, you know, God, what, what's going on, you know, but um, that was what I had to just for the first year, especially just learn to trust in. And I remember going to my psychic mentor and just being like, when am I going to open up my other gifts or whatever, you know? And she just kept telling me like, you have to like, stop being impatient and stop rushing it and trust, trust in the process, trust that all the other gifts will come online when they're supposed to. And they'll, they'll come online faster once you release the need to have to see or hear or whatever else. So I didn't like that because I'm impatient, but <laughs> I eventually like had no choice. So I had to just gradually just trust in what I was sensing. I was feeling, experiencing or whatever was coming like to me every time I took a journey, every time I channeled, wrote stuff, you know, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And so now what, what kind of things have opened up for you? So I had a retreat with her in 2018 and um, that opened up my hearing a lot. Okay. I started hearing a lot clearly, but then I had like a long story short there, a situation with a healer who did um, family constellations. And because of my experience with family constellations, because of the words that this person said to me about my, what happened, what we experienced from my family's healings um, and who I was at the time, I allowed this person to put a lot of fear into me and they got to me like just as my abilities were opening I had this interaction with this person that put a lot of fear into me about the spiritual realm about the energies that I'm connecting with etc and then that sent me into like a little mini dark night of the soul downward spiral for like a whole weekend questioning like am I doing the right thing should I continue to pursue this and like obviously from that fear I shut my abilities down and then I had to find my way back out of that that <laughs> and gradually like learn to trust again but prior to that I heard so clearly it was mind-blowing and then after that like yes I could hear but I just feel like low-key there I had still shut it down because of that you know so I don't know yeah oh that makes total sense and it also makes sense especially when you talked about being a skeptic that your claircognizance would come in first because when you have that just knowing it almost feels like it, there, it's like just non-negotiable, right? Like, I don't know how I know, but I just know. And I, and it's so deep rooted that it doesn't, it, it's not going anywhere. Like if I, if I know, I know, you know? <laughs> and so I think that spirit was wise, you know, in that respect to be able to be like, okay, well, she's, she's wanting to open, we're going to open her up, but we're going to make it be something that's like, very clear and like steady to where you know because we're working with a skeptic right now (laughs) until she starts trusting more things at least in my opinion that's kind of like how I would interpret (laughs) that's what I would do if I was spirit (laughs) I'd be like okay you I'm gonna do it this way (laughs) so yeah everyone's different yeah for sure and so I know that you've helped so many people so many clients with all kinds of things throughout the years and throughout at least the time that I've been following you on social media, what kind of things do you usually like help people with the most? I feel like I'm here first and foremost as a healer. 
Um, and I'm here to help people come back to the truth of who they are and releasing all the traumas, insecurities, limiting beliefs, things that really keep them from shining their true light, from being their fullest expression, from being fully aligned and embodying their spiritual truths. And so that's primarily what I help people with is helping them to see where they're holding themselves back and why and going back to the root cause as far as they're possibly ready to go back because that's also a journey with healing um and you know working through that and supporting them as they continue to should shift out of old patterns old mindsets and show up as more of who they truly are you know day by day right oh that's so awesome and what have you found has been like some of the main reasons why people stop themselves from doing that or continue to just carry these blocks like over the years what kind of things do you usually find with that a lot of times um it it really has to do with trauma a lot of the people that I've connected with oftentimes come from dysfunctional homes not everyone um on occasion there are people that haven't had like abuse or violence or any kind of horrible thing in their lives so they think like oh I have nothing to complain about or I don't maybe I don't need to do healing or I don't know they just kind of like put themselves down because they think they they shouldn't have issues or problems with their lives because they like quote unquote had it good but I always remind them like we all have trauma on some level you know we've all experienced things that have made us believe like we're not good enough we're unworthy we should play small etc but for me, the vast majority of the people that I connect with often do have trauma. So they've experienced growing up abuse in some kind of way, um, bullying, just feeling like they didn't fit in, they were mistreated. And so because of that, they have had fears of speaking their truth, of expressing what they truly believe and expressing like who they uniquely are, all their quirks and weirdness, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, that really keeps them back from really showing up in life and being able to attract the people that are meant for them because they're not being themselves. They're being who, like an unconscious ego personality that they've created to survive their realities. And as a result, they're going to attract things only a match for that personality, as opposed to when they're really allowing themselves to be who they are and they're shining their true light, they're being who they really are, radiating that love, that light, that brilliance, that strength, that confidence or whatever it is, then they're going to attract people who are a match for that. And so, you know, when it comes to business, for like example, a lot of times people like I'm just kind of thinking of myself and like last year I supported a group of people through this TikTok growth program that I'm doing with my business partner, Maggie. And one of the biggest challenges that myself and my business partner and some of the people in the program were having in that program was being who we authentically are online. Because even though I've been online for years now, it's the weirdest thing ever, but I think that I just got into an unconscious pattern of showing up online as the professional, as the guide, as the whatever. And everyone else was also kind of showing up in this kind of energy that wasn't fully authentic with who we are right now or who we're meant to be stepping into and had to learn in that process along with them to like start breaking free from that even more because I had unconsciously boxed myself in and as an Aquarius this is a big no-no like (laughs) yeah and so I had to recognize like wow 
You know, I have kept myself from being who I truly am because I think that in order to be recognized for the amazing person that I am, I'm supposed to show up in this way. And like, no more of this. I'm going to start doing me, being me, whatever. I don't care. And I've stepped into that a lot more confidently since returning back on social media, because as you and I were discussing prior to recording, like we often take breaks where we fall offline and we mm -hmm. go in mode and then we come back on and that. That's definitely been me. And so ever since that TikTok growth program ended, I took like a little two month hiatus and I finally came back online in February because my business partner challenged me to get back on the horse. And I was like, okay, fine, let's do this. And I started doing it with more of this approach of honoring who I really am, because if I'm here to teach people how to be who they authentically are, I have to, you know, walk the walk as well. And so lead by example. So I started showing up in ways that really honored me, especially with everything that I've been learning about human design and astrology recently in recent months to really honor who I uniquely am. Mm -hmm. And as a result, like one of my videos popped off, like, I don't know, eight, nine days or whatever, after I started, you know, posting again. And that video went like super viral for me and, and um, you know, got me all these followers. And I'm like, okay, so like, I'm being more of who I truly am. I know I'm on the right track, you know, everything's working out. So this is how when you allow yourself to be who you really are, things can really flow. You know, what is meant to happen and come to you will come, but you have to be brave enough to be who you are. And a lot of times we're afraid of being who we are because we've been made to feel unsafe to be our true selves, whether it be by family, by uh, the people around us that, you know, like we grew up with, maybe at schools, we had like different friend groups or certain groups at school that bullied us and made us feel bad or unsafe to be ourselves or the media or whatever. So a lot of us have been made to feel like it's wrong to be who we uniquely are. And we need to conform to the status quo. And you, you just got to be brave enough to do the work to feel confident enough to show up as your true self. Mm -hmm. And so with the different things that you've changed and I guess shifted to become more of like has that been more of an internal thing or have you found that there's some external things that you've been not letting yourself be seen doing or, or being as as well? Um, I think they go hand in hand. And I think all the external change happens a lot of times from internal change. Mm -hmm. So I'm a very internal person. And so I'll often go inward first work on what I got to work on, shift what I got to shift. And then from that place, I go and I take action and I show up differently to, you know, take actions that are more aligned with who I truly am in that moment, who I've stepped into in that moment. Yeah, for sure. I love that. First of all, that you have a business partner that's able to get you out of your comfort zone and challenge you too. I think that's important is to have people that do see the real you and do see yourself, you holding yourself back in different ways and can lovingly kind of call you out on that. <laughs> and, and then, okay, now let's move forward, you know, and I believe that especially as, you know, uh, practicing psychics, we do the same for others. You know, we can see things that um, are blocking them or that they're holding back. And then it's like, okay, I'm going to lovingly bring this to your attention, you know, in a way that will resonate with you. And so some people need it a bit more bluntly. Some people need it a bit more, you know, sugar-coated and, and, and loving and, and gentle and, <laughs> and in between, but still having people there that can, that can really do that for you is amazing. So yeah, I, I love that. And so what kind of things 
because I'm not on TikTok. I haven't followed anybody on TikTok. I don't, I, I don't TikTok, I guess, right now. <laughs> and I don't know any other social media platforms. I'm so pretty old school and um, getting just like Facebook and Instagram down. And even that's just like at a snail's pace. So <laughs> what kind of things along with this challenge have you been doing on, on your other platforms on TikTok and stuff? I mean, to be honest, I've taken a big step back from being online the last three years or so, because um, you've been following me for a while, you know, I used to be online all the time and I always had things to say all the time and would write really long posts. But um, because of the pandemic and because of things that I was learning through and healing, I had to go inward. And I think that going inward really allowed for me to connect more to my true energy and more to who like how I truly want to show up and so I don't show up online as often as I used to and like I'm just very selective about where I show up how much I show up what I give what I don't give etc so I'll pop in on Facebook now from time to time I recently got back on Facebook I think December 2022 and I'll pop in and out of there maybe I'll talk about some things share some things if I'm offering something I'll talk about it and on Instagram, same kind of thing. Um, I mostly post to my stories on Instagram, funny TikToks that I find just to make people laugh because I think they're hilarious and mm-hmm. want to make people laugh. <laughs> um, and then I just mainly either write emails to my email list or about insights, experiences, things I want to share with them that I think will help them in some way. And I just show up on TikTok and I don't even do YouTube like I used to anymore. Like I've taken a huge step back from YouTube as well. So Right now, my strategy, I guess, is like show up wherever I feel called to show up and say whatever I want to say. And that's it. Uh, I totally resonate with that. (laughs) And that's why I was curious. I was like, so what have you been up to? Because, yeah, for me, it's been very similar, too. It's just like more in just a flow state. You know, if I feel called, I'll do it because I want to do it not because I want to make sure that everyone's paying attention to me. I want to make sure that, you know, I touch point, like what you get taught, you know, in business, uh, like, you know, you got to be out there, you got to be consistent, you got to be, and I'm just like, I'll just show up when I feel like it. And how about let's do that for a while (laughs) because it's exhausting. It, It has been exhausting, but then also I feel like with the pandemic, at least for me anyway, um, going within and so much change, interchange has happened, transformation has happened in my life and and within me that it's like, okay, I went into the cocoon. I, you know, like went all the way down to goo <laughs> and I'm I'm restructuring everything and then, you know, coming out and it's like, well, I don't really, you know, know how to quite move in this yet and I don't really know how I want to move in this yet but I know it needs to be different it needs to feel good to me and so at least that's my experience but kind of sounds like you're in a similar pattern too which is beautiful because I do feel like people are being a lot more conscious about authentic energy just in general and they could tell if you're on there just because you think you need to be on there, you know, on social media and feel like more people are getting a lot more conscious about the root cause of energy, even if they're not fully, you know, thinking that in the moment, but it it, it just seems like 
there's a big shift in the way that business needs to be moving forward. And it does need to come from a space of like true root authenticness and intention. And like, that's, what's going to get you further along. At least that's my experience. Have you kind of felt that same thing? Yeah, I've been feeling that for years and this is like taking the conversation into another direction now, but yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, it, with business, it's, you know, the old ways of doing business, the ways that we've been taught for, I don't know how many decades or maybe like even a century or more, they're all crumbling down. You know, it's not going to fly as we move forward, especially like if anyone knows anything about astrology and with Pluto now moving into from Capricorn to Aquarius and Aquarius is all about communication, social media, um, how, you know, communities like relating to people in certain ways, et cetera. And so, you know, we use technology to connect with people. We use social media to promote our products, offers, and services, but you can't use it the way that it's been used in the past, the old traditional ways, because Pluto and Aquarius energy is bringing up, you know, a different type of energy and it's allowing for people to be more relatable, more authentic, genuine, raw, you know, just being themselves, being who they uniquely are and knowing that they don't have to put on a certain persona or do anything in particular, except be who they truly are, you know, and that's where, you know, the healing journey is really important because if you don't work on yourself to un understand and uncover like the fact that you're unconsciously mm, trying to be something that you're not, you know, like if you don't take the time to really do this inner work to be like, oh, I thought this was who I was, but actually like it's not, it's who I thought I needed to be. You know, if you don't do that work, then you're never going to really uncover who you really are. Yes, I love it. And so for people that are just starting out or, you know, just opening up to feeling things they've never felt before, seeing things they've never seen before, hearing things they've never heard before, um, knowing things they've never known before with the shifting that's occurring. Like what kind of things can you suggest that they start with? Like in, in terms of being able to figure out how they can follow that and how they can start using it in their lives and, and in their businesses? I think that's tricky because everyone is so different and everyone is at like unique stages of their journey. Mm -hmm. Like maybe the advice that I give to one person who's 20 years old and in good health and has maybe had not had as much conditioning is going to be different from someone who's in their 50s, 60s, has had a bunch of conditioning and trauma and maybe has starting to have health issues potentially like right you know there yeah their awakening process and journey is going to be probably drastically different i think what i would say is if certain gifts or abilities are coming online for you and you notice that then you know set an intention that you wish to be guided into opening up to these abilities in a way that is gradual for you and feels good for you and is a pace that you're comfortable with and to be shown the way and then pay attention to the signs the things that come up for you because maybe you'll be guided to clean up your diet to be able to be a clear channel for this information maybe you'll be guided to work out in order to get you know energy moving in your body and to you know get rid of other things that you might need to get rid of or like help 
through exercise access dopamine much more easily to get you in a more like higher positive vibrational state to be able to access that information or you might be guided to start working with the healer or to meditate and whatever the journey might be for you because you know if i went into the, my whole spiritual journey i could have talked about it for like 30 minutes from like the beginning to end to tell you how i got to where i am but part of my journey actually had me go on a detour before I got into the stuff that I mentioned earlier, I took a detour into cleaning up my diet mm -hmm. and, you know, going vegan and, you know, vegetarian-ish and just eating more whole foods, raw foods, those kinds of things. And I still carry that today. You know, I still am mostly plant-based, but, you know, like that's, I guess maybe the route that I needed to go to clean my body of certain toxins or things or whatever to open myself up. So I would say if this stuff is kind of a little bit overwhelming or scary, or you don't know what to, you know, what to make of it, it's okay. Set the intention to be guided to opening up to these gifts in a way that feels good to you, to whatever resources, mentors you might need to encounter to help you on your journey and then see what shows up. And from that trust in that process, even though it looks maybe totally unrelated to developing your gifts even further or whatever it may be, trust in it. And it'll work out the way that it's supposed to, you know, like there was a woman two, three years ago, I don't know, she had like a reading with me. She was really eager to open up to her abilities. And the guidance that I channeled for her was like, she needed to relax and like not not be so attached and not pressure herself to like hurry up and open up to these abilities or whatever. And then lo and behold, I think like a month and a half later or something, but she didn't tell me this to like a few months down the road. Um, she reached out to me and told me, but that a month and a half after she had her, had her session with me and she finally like relaxed around it and let it go and just started focusing on her art. Cause that's what she does. And other things like all of a sudden she just started, you know, having all of this information start coming into her like really, really quickly. It was mind blowing to her. So whatever the gift, the, the guidance, the messages that you receive, you got to trust in that. And even if it seems unrelated, even if spirit is telling you, stop focusing on your psychic abilities, focus on your art instead. And you really just calm down and relax and you just focus on enjoying your art, creating your art that might be what you need to do for everything to finally come and flow through. So trust in the process. Yes, for sure. And I think you can probably attest to this too. That's like the hardest part of all of it, right? It's not that we can't access it. It's that once it comes in, we have such a hard time trusting what is coming through and we try to rationalize it and filter it through our logical brains and, you know, our current realities. And it's just like, we can't do that when, <laughs> when we're working with spirit and, you know, in as high of a frequency as we'd like to, it's just like, okay, well, you're asking for guidance. Here's your guidance, you know, and like, stop running it through the ringer to try to make it into something that, you know, you can logically think about or, or, you know, logically like plan out. It usually doesn't come in that form. It comes in, you know, a way that a lot of times is not logical, you know, well, I'm working on this or I'm working on my marriage. What should I do? How about you work on yourself? And it's like, but I just told you spirit that I want to work on my marriage. <laughs> and it's like, but you need to focus on what you want. And it's like, I want to work on my marriage. Like, what is, 
<laughs> you know? And so we, we have this back and forth a lot of times or, you know, just this, like, you know, it's, it's hard to fully just drop in and just trust and be like, okay, but I think if you're asking for that guidance and you get it and you don't follow it, like spirit has a fun way of like, okay, you're not listening. I'm going to push you all the way to the edge and oh, there's a little rock bottom for you. Now are you going to listen? <laughs> it's like, okay, I surrender. I'll listen. And then, oh, I can climb out of my hole that I just created for myself and, <laughs> and follow it. And so, yeah, I, I do believe that the trust is like the hardest thing for at least it was for me and and then just finding ways to just surrender to it and say you know what this doesn't make sense to me but I asked for it and this is what I got so I'm gonna follow it and see what happens and it always ends up much better than what you would ever have imagined or thought of and so yeah for sure elaborate when you're wanting to develop your psychic abilities I think being a psychic in a lot of ways intuitive spiritually gifted person like you are really going on the journey of learning what it means to surrender and trust because you literally have to just open yourself up to information that you don't maybe have proof of in the moment but that's what you're getting and you just have to take action on that and just trust that that's the next step and you have to be able to put aside all your own egoic desires, expectations, fears, et cetera, to truly be open to receiving those things. Otherwise, you're, the information is always all around us, but we have trouble accessing it because we're closed off due to what we want and you know, know and do what we think is right, et cetera. So, and something that I want to kind of share as well is that I've become super intentional about the language that I use and how I express myself. And I'm not always perfect, but I want to share, like, I used to say like, oh, it is hard to trust. It is hard to surrender. It can be challenging. And, you know, that is a valid experience. Like sometimes we have the experiences where, yes, we're literally having difficulties trusting and, and surrendering and stuff, you know, especially because of experiences that we had growing up, maybe that have made it difficult for us to really openly and freely surrender and trust. And I get that. I've definitely been there. However, um, something that I've come across recently through someone that I watch from time to time, if anyone in watching or listening knows um, of this person, there's a man called Daryl Anka who channels a, an ET consciousness called Bashar. And something that I love about Bashar that he shared in something that I came across in recent months is like, you have built-in trust. You always trust no matter what your beliefs, your reality couldn't manifest if you didn't have beliefs that you firmly trusted were true so that you could have the experience then. And so it's not that you don't have trust. It's that you're choosing to trust in things that you don't really, you wouldn't consciously want to trust in. So you're choosing to trust that it's hard to trust, or you're choosing to trust that spirit's going to lie to you or get you in trouble or whatever it is. And you can't trust the guidance that's coming through or whatever it is. So you got to then take ownership over that and know like, okay, actually I have built in trust in me. And now it's my decision to choose to trust in the fact that spirit has my back, that everything's working out, that I am a good channel, that I can get this message, that it's having the effect that it's supposed to have, et cetera. And choose to tell that story instead to make your journey much more easier to go on as opposed to 
continuing to be fixated on the belief of, oh, it's hard to trust, it's hard to trust, it's hard to trust, because then that's all you're going to manifest and experience. And then you're going to be frustrated with your own journey of developing your psychic abilities, because then you're like, oh, I'm, you know, practicing all these things and doing all these things, but my abilities don't seem to get stronger, or I keep getting this thing wrong or whatever. And it's like, yeah, because you keep believing that it's hard for you to trust to get in the the, the messages. So stop telling yourself that story because you're manifesting it, you know? Yes. So powerful. Like you just said, the words that we use. So yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up. Thank you. Cause that is, that is huge. And even when we're, we are throwing around, which is what I did, you know, threw around the word can't or hard or difficult, or, you know, I just don't have that gift. I just don't have this. I just, you know, then we're talking about lack and we use this in our everyday language, but we don't realize how powerful the, those words actually are because they are cementing in those beliefs and creating those constraints for ourselves. So thank you so much. I totally love that you brought that up. (laughs) Yeah, I felt like I had to because I've made so many mistakes on this spiritual healing journey. And, you know, I've taught things that, you know, in retrospect, I kind of wish I hadn't said or hadn't expressed myself, but that's what I knew up until then. That was just who I was in the moment and I was doing my best in the moment. But I realized that like from learning from other people and, you know, taking that on, like, like, for example, myself as a healer, you know, we come here, it's my belief, we come here on some level to experience soul lessons, you know, and soul lessons can a lot of times, depending on how you want to view it um, in the moment, but sometimes it can be particularly challenging situations or things, you know, that bring up a lot of emotional stuff. And I don't know, the way that it was taught to me, the way that I resonated with it in the moment because of who I was, I just felt so squashed and overwhelmed by viewing it in that way because it was a very limiting negative perspective. And now with who I am now, because I'm so much more conscious of my languaging, of my beliefs, of my reality and what I'm manifesting, et cetera. Like I have to be mindful of how I'm teaching that to other people and how I'm choosing a view of myself to to see it in an empowering way. Like, yes, soul lessons can sometimes be challenging, but here's the gift, you know, all the good things, et cetera. Cause that's what I want to promote in people is I want them to feel empowered. I want them to feel like, they're not little ants when it comes to whatever reality is bringing to their, you know, lives in that moment that might be challenging, et cetera. And so that's the thing is that a lot of times our perception of things that we're taught in the spiritual community, sometimes because of just where people are in the moment, they're not trying to purposefully pass on negative limiting beliefs or whatever, you know, it's just where they're at, but we're evolving. And I think that a lot of the things from the past that we've been taught that we took on, we have to evolve it so that it's much more empowering languaging and empowering perspectives for people so that they can truly have a more graceful time as they're going on this journey of, you know, healing or developing their spiritual gifts or whatever else it may be. Right. Well, and that even just kind of brings up um, this concept of at least for me, as you were talking about this is like this concept of validating your current emotions versus setting yourself up to the reality that you want to experience, you know? And so, yes, in the moment you might be pissed, you might be angry because you felt like somebody was doing something to you or that 
the universe hates you or that, you know, like all these things that need to be validated. But then it's also, it's kind of a twofold, right? It's like, okay, validate where you're currently at, but also make sure that you're mindful of what you're believing while you're validating that, you know, those things and make sure that you do step one and then step two, because both are very important, but whatever, you know, if you're feeling a certain way, whatever you're telling yourself about that feeling is being stored, you know, in your consciousness or subconsciousness even. And so then it's like, that's what's setting you up for any future times you experience that same, that same feeling or that same experience that you just did, you know, you're going to recall what you just told yourself about that. And so it's, it's like, you know, make sure you do validate what you are feeling, but then step two is, but set yourself up to believe what you're trying to believe about it in the, you know, moving forward. I don't want to think that I'm lacking this all the time. I don't want to think that I always have a hard time with money or I'm, I'm broke all the time. You know, that's how I might feel right in this moment, but let me see if I can reset this to set myself up for something better to believe something better about myself rather than I'm always broke, you know? And so, okay, I I just ran out of money again. I'm still learning how to use money. How about that? And I believe that I can, I can figure this out. Yes, I'm still learning how to use money. Hence that I'm don't have any right now, but I'm also believe that I can, I can learn. I can, I can do this. And so you're kind of setting yourself up. You're validating what you feel, but then you're setting yourself up for what you actually want, which is, I do want to learn how to use it better. So yeah, Yeah. for sure. So cool. I love that. Thank you. So one thing I want to do really quick before we drop off is I just want to have like a little fun with, um, fellow psychic here (laughs) and and it can go any kind of way I want to do this fun thing where we just like and and this is how I started learning how to use my psychic abilities when uh, one of my first uh, mentors walked us through this game and I just thought it would be fun to play it with you (laughs) and so we're gonna write down uh you're gonna write down my first name n-a-o-m-i and I'm going to write down S-T-E-F for Steph. And with each letter, I want you to just like feel in and come up with the first thing that comes to you, like as far as anything that wants to come up for me. So almost like you're doing a reading, but it's like, okay, what can I tell Naomi about, you know, something that starts with N that that she needs to hear today? And then, okay, what about something that starts with A that she needs to hear today, or even just that resonates with her, or, you know, maybe it's, it's something about me, like specifically, you know, did she have an, is she an aunt or is she, you know, like something around that, just whatever you want to open up to and, and, and receive, but I'm going to do that for you. I'm going to go through STEF and just kind of feel in and see what wants to come up for you. And then you can do that for me and then we'll go through it. <laughs> okay. I'll do my best. You ready? Yep, I'm ready. Are you ready? I think so. You want to start? Okay. So, um, for S, 
I got study. And for me, it felt like you're wanting to go in like, like you brought up human design, but I feel like you're not done there. Like, I feel like you're wanting to go in even deeper into that um, modality. And if that's even a modality, but <laughs> deeper into learning more about human design. Um, and I'm, I'm feeling like specifically for, for yourself. Um, so that's what I got for S. Yep. Awesome. Okay. And then T I got time and, and I just got like, I heard the word start and it feels like there's a creative project that you've, um, been kind of working on and like wanting to get out, but it just feels like it's like a, like a small kind of for funish project that I feel like is like wanting to start or that you're getting ready to start. So okay. does that resonate? I think I know what that is. Okay. Yeah. That's all I heard was like time and then time to start. Like she's starting or it's getting ready to start. Um, and then E, I got erase. And, and I felt like this was around uh, judgments, perceptions. And, and I feel like it's still um, things that you're kind of healing and working through. Does that resonate? I'm always working through stuff that yeah. I had to erase. So yeah. Right. Never ending. Yeah. yeah but when isn't that true? <laughs> right. And then F, I got finalized. And again, I felt like it was um, like finalizing that creative project. And, and I feel like this was like, like finalizing the idea of the creative project so that you can start it. So, but again, I, it, it just feels like it's like something that's kind of small that just wants to get like plopped out and like shared, but it's, it, it's not, it, it doesn't even feel like it's like setting you up for anything else. It's just kind of like, well, I just want to throw that out there and just to see like, so yeah, that's what I got for that. <laughs> My stuff didn't go at all like yours because I was going through, <laughs> I've never done this activity before but I'm guessing that like with each letter the word that should come is like the same as the letter that I'm looking into but I got other stuff and then as okay. I went through the letters some letters I didn't get anything for um and then I was like okay clearly this is not going the way I think it should go so what do you want me to tell her <laughs> um, so I got, um, so I guess because I'm a healer and I'm always bringing up stuff for people mm -hmm. to look at, um, the message was more around like, you're a very powerful psychic and healer. However, what they're asking you to do is to kind of think back to when you were younger and you were made to feel like you couldn't be as strong and as powerful, as bold as you wanted to be, um, because that is what is impacting your ability to really show up today as you know how you really want to there's a lot of fear there and um there's an unconscious mask there that needs to be you know taken off it's like uh like you were made to feel like you couldn't be as big and bold and powerful as strong as you you really were and it's like you took on a mask of okay I'm not as powerful I'm not as strong you know I'm just gonna be less than in this way and that's the mask that needs to be removed and um, also working on self-worth as well um, so the words that I got were fear self-worth and mask 
you know. Ah, okay. Yeah, so. that resonates fully with me. Yeah, for sure. So thank you. Yeah, that was fun. I always like to play around with stuff like this with, yeah, like even, you know, my other psychic friends and stuff, we're just like, okay, let's just play and see what happens. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's fine. The, the mask that you're talking about, just to kind of elaborate a little bit, like one thing that I've noticed about myself and, you know, I, I, I do understand that I still have that unconscious belief that, you know, playing small and like dimming my light, you know, whatever you want to call it. I feel like a lot of that was just like a self-imposed belief. You know, I don't feel like there was anyone specifically that was like, don't do that. I feel like just based off of, you know, different situations in my life, like it was like, oh, I probably shouldn't shine right now because it's not the right time. I probably shouldn't do this because of the people I'm around and like, I I might make them look bad if I shine too bright, you know? And so I don't want people to feel uncomfortable about how bright I can be or about how powerful I can be. And so I'm just going to just tone it way down and like, you know, so that everyone is comfortable. And so, yeah, I, I thank you for bringing that up because that has been coming to my awareness a lot more lately. And it's just kind of like, okay, this is still kind of lingering around that we gotta <laughs> we gotta go in and, and open it up here because yeah it's just like you I've called in a lot of things that are going to require me to be brighter and shine brighter and you know and and this is something I'm saying telling myself I've been ready for I'm ready for this now and so it's just kind of that like all right then let's let's get this rock out of your shoe here <laughs> so you can run you know <laughs> I get that because that's exactly what my business partner and I have been working through on our own. Um, And it's probably because the Pluto in Aquarius energy is, you know, going to happen soon and stuff. But yeah, my, my business partner is a Leo. Well, Leo something. I don't know if it's rising or moon, probably rising. Anyway, the point is, is that, yeah, you know, as a kid, they did have situations in which, you know, they were basically told to dim their light and made to feel bad and stuff like that. So it was kind of imposed on them. But it's like, yo, if you want to have this big impact, if you want to do these things, you have to step into this powerful, confident, fiery energy that you really are and own it. And, you know, otherwise, like you're not going to be the version of you, you need to be to fulfill these roles to fulfill these purposes, right. And that's the journey that they're on myself as well. Like, I'm a big believer, I guess, because I'm an Aquarian in individuality. And I've just become really passionate about that. Like there is no one way to do business. There is no one way to like open up to your psychic abilities, no one way to heal, no one way to do anything. And that's the trap that we all get caught up in. And I'm very passionate about that and instilling that in people and like reminding them, like you're born to be you and you have to like, let yourself be seen and be, you know, the weirdo that you are, et cetera, know that you're enough. But as I've gone on my own journey, like I've had to really get honest with myself and be like, how am I still low key holding myself back from being the weirdo Aquarius that I really am and not shining my true eccentric, authentic light, you know, and learning to like be more of that and, and taking off whatever other masks or layers are still remaining and just be bold. So I think we're all on that journey on some level, but yeah, especially like if you have big intentions, cause you're like, okay, I was in the goo of the butterfly, you know, cocoon process. And I'm trying to get my foundation up to move forward with these things I really want to do. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, 
but rise up into your full power and, and don't be afraid of your power. Right. You know? Yeah. And I admittedly have been dragging my feet <laughs> because <laughs> I feel like at least in my journey, definitely 2020, 2021, 2022, even, you know, we're all big years of lots of inner reflection, lots of inner work, lots of shadow work, um, everything you want to call it, looking at the different aspects of yourself that you never really want to look at or, and shifting, you know, those beliefs about those different aspects of yourself that you didn't like, or, you know, were ashamed of, or when something else comes up, you know, now that I feel like I'm a lot lighter and it's like, okay, we're almost at the end of that because I'm an Aries. Like, I don't want to end things. I want to begin things. Like, so I hate wrapping everything up and like looking at past stuff. And like, I'm like, I'm done with it. Like, I'm ready to just move forward. (laughs) Yeah. The universe is definitely like, oh yeah, we're not going to rush this one. Like you're going to sit and then do this last little bit of work, you know, in order to be able to get on the track and then start to take off just another friendly, you know, knock at the door from the universe is like, Hey, this is still here. And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) but I, you know, I know that it's, it's going to get done and, and, and I do it, but yeah, it's just like, just kind of that dragging my feet and like, "Mm -hmm, yeah, I know. I know you're there. (laughs) I feel you. It's, It's been intense. I think, um, since the beginning of the year, like all these especially like January was especially rough I think because it was like virtually impossible to do anything the first three weeks like I I just felt like it was really really intense um, but even then like today I was like I want to do things but I just kind of felt like oh I don't want to do anything and you know I luckily was able to meditate a little bit before this call and I was like okay I've done something you know and because of your message, I'm like, okay, maybe I need to go take a walk, shift my energy, my mood, my state, and come back and do the things that I'm supposed to be doing. That- <laughs> finalize, <laughs> finalize. Yeah, finalize. I mean, <laughs> it, it is, you know, I think we didn't even touch on this, but I think the more that, cause we could be here for like five hours or something, but right? I think, the, yeah, the more that you heal, at least in my experience, the more that I heal, the more that I become in, in tune with energy, I'm, I've become much more sensitive to whatever's happening with the cosmos. And, um, sometimes like I, I do feel like, whoa, am I supposed to take action? Because I feel like I'm not supposed to take action right now. Cause I can just feel it in my body. And sometimes there's that internal struggle between like what your mind wants to do, what your body wants to do. <laughs> and um but you just gotta you know do your best to embrace it all and just be like you know what it's all working on a perfect divine timing I'll get it all done when I'm supposed to so long as I just take one step at a time every day yes totally agree totally there <laughs> be proud of yourself you know because you said it earlier you feel like you're not moving as fast as you like to but hey you're you're recording the podcast and that's something to be proud about you know that's a lot right. to the ego mind it's like you've done nothing but no <laughs> No, this has been really good because another thing that I had called in was like speaking more. And so it's like, oh, okay, you're, you're calling that in and I could see it and I could feel it. And I was there, like it was already done, you know, all that stuff. And then it's just like, well, then remember that podcast you thought about like six months ago, like we're going to bring that back. Like, how about you start that right now? 
And I'm like, right now. And it's like, yep, right now, right now, like at the beginning of the year. And I was like, okay, well, sure, I could do that. Like, I'll, I'll plan it out. And then it's like, well, when should I launch? And I got the end of the month. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, I don't have anybody. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I'm like, ah, and it's like, you do know what you're going to talk about. You already had an idea. Tap in, you'll get people. And I did, I tapped in and it was like, oh, that person, that person, that person right off the bat. Like I, you know, I want them first. And then it was like, okay, well reach out, ask them. And everyone's been so like, open and you know yes I'm I'm there let's do this and then you know I just keep getting more people like you coming in it's like into my awareness and it's like oh I gotta have her oh I gotta have them oh I gotta do that and it's like just keep getting yeses and so I'm like okay and stumbling through this and still figuring out how to edit and still figuring out audio and all that stuff but I'm like I'm doing it though because <laughs> I called yeah. it in I, I I I asked for this and I you know and so I'm creating this and the opportunities opened up. And so I'm doing the work. This is me doing the work to fumble through it, to, to figure it out as I go, to get more clear on my voice and what that even means to me. Um, I realized very soon in this uh, whole experience that I've been, I guess, very careful in not expressing an opinion, like my own authentic opinions and views before I was very about that yes and and like just how about it's just whatever it, it can be anything right like it's no wrong or right or you know so I'm just going to keep it wide open and like a politician you know <laughs> like you 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 take it and interpret it however you want to and and nothing's wrong and nothing's right you know and yeah it's it's been very clear since I've started this podcast that it's like oh, you, you need to have your view. You need to have your say and, and start to put that out there, start to get used to expressing what you, what you truly believe, what you truly feel, what you truly see, you know, and if people don't like it, then you have to figure out how to be okay with that. (laughs) And it's not anything to do with me, you know, like it's just the frequency, you know, and, and what people resonate with and don't resonate with. And so, that's been a, a fun thing, <laughs> fun in, in quotations, but yeah, it's been something that I always thought that I was outspoken. I always thought that I expressed myself and said what I needed to say, but it wasn't until I started this that it was like, oh, wow, I have been pretty vanilla in, in my communications and, and things. And, and I still am careful with how I word things, but yeah, it's yeah. just getting more comfortable and and finding I guess my authentic voice like it's like oh wow I I guess I need to find that because I thought like I had it when I was a teenager for sure like (laughs) but I lost it and so it's like okay but now a lot of things have happened since then and, and I've changed a lot and so yep it's it's just finding that again but it takes practice and it's like okay start talking then like if you want to find your voice then you better start talking and so just keep talking and just giving myself grace and, and patience along the way. But it's like, you get I think that was a really great example of like spirits not going to give you all the information you want. And spirit will sometimes spring things on you and be like, yeah, do this by the end of the month, do this by tomorrow. Do And you're like, what? But I don't have enough time, but this, but that, but you know, you have all these excuses. Like I've definitely been there where they're like, yeah, launch this challenge in like three days. And I'm like three days, but I don't have enough time to market. I don't have enough time to do this. And this. <laughs> 
you know, and you just got to like move forward with it and just trust that even though all the information's been hasn't been given to you or you think it doesn't make sense but you just got to take one step at a time and just let it unfold the way that it's supposed to and you know as long as, long as you're doing your best to move forward with faith like things will open up you know people you're reaching out to people everyone's saying yes and that's you know kind of like a synchronicity that you can kind of lean on to be like okay so like everything's working out because I'm moving forward in faith and I'm trusting and you know the path is being open for me and you know, I generally like I get invited to things pretty regularly, but I don't accept every invitation just because I'm like, how, if I feel the vibes cool, if I don't feel the vibes, no. So like I felt the vibes with you and I was like, yeah, of course, you know. And so if everything is opening up, it's like, yeah, you're moving forward in the way that you're meant to. And also, I understand the thing about um, being very vanilla because I've been there myself. And I think my reasoning a lot was mostly because I didn't want to make anyone feel bad and feel wrong about their unique perspective because I want to honor everyone. And, you know, I guess you can relate to that. And so I did my best in my own way. Like I'm still fixed in certain ways, but also try to be broad in other ways. And I've just kind of learned to throw that out the window. Oh, also with Aquarius, not wanting to be misunderstood and not wanting someone to like, if I did say something, then they would interpret that quote unquote incorrectly based on wherever they were in their consciousness potentially you know and I just didn't want to deal with that but I'm just like whatever people can have their opinions they can see it however they want worth whatever stage of their journey they're at I don't that's their journey that's their stuff you know so I, I totally get that yeah and and that totally makes sense to me with my Aquarius moon you know and the feelings like I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings and I want to make sure that people understand me and and yeah they take it the right way and my Mercury is even in Pisces and so it's about you know just being friends with the whole zodiac you know I want to be friends I can I can you know I can change and and adapt and all this like to everybody right (laughs) and so yeah but I also it's all about intention, you know, like you can say whatever you want to say, but people are going to feel the intention behind that. So even if it's something harsh, so to speak, like that, that some people might not want to hear, if you bring it with a specific intention, then, you know, it's, it's going to be, you know, received with that intention and, and not in a way that maybe you would have thought, you know, oh, if I say that, then that's going to come off wrong. But I feel like I need to say that because some people need to hear it. And so it's like, okay, well, let me set an intention first before I even start speaking on my podcast that, you know, whatever resonates, whatever comes out, you know, people will receive with love because this is all coming out of love, you know, and enjoy because I'm finding joy in this. And so if people don't resonate with what I say, they're still going to feel the intention of love and joy you know, once they finish listening to my podcast. So it's, it's not about the specific words. It's, it's more about the intention as well. I guess it all kind of goes together, but yeah. <laughs> well, tell us where we can find you, where we can follow you, where we can um, book sessions with you, if all the good stuff. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube as Steph Ventura Coaching. Um, and that's Ventura, like Ace Ventura. <laughs> um, anyone who doesn't know Spanish. Um, and that's S-T-E-F. So 
you can find me on the social medias as yeah, Steph Ventura Coaching. And um, I also have a website too. So that'll be, I'm sure, in the show notes as well for you to click on and, and just see what I have going on. If you want to work with me and some things that you're looking for isn't there, you can always reach out to me on Instagram or something or email me and ask me and, and we'll just go from there and see if we can work together. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I so enjoyed having you on. I really appreciate everything you're doing and we'll continue following you because I love your perspective on things. No, we're going to stay connected, at least from my end. <laughs> Thanks, Naomi. I'm always connected on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs>